Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I am your DM, also playing Eldorus Seawalk Draken, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, if you guys would like to say hi. Hello, I'm Jamzy, and I play Nanette Sickenthorn. Hey, it's me, Crow. I play Patrick <laughs> Stop. The the hay Stop will the never hay. get old. It will never get old. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 How are we doing, guys? Um. <laughs> that's enough. Go on. Now let's get right into the recap. On the last session of Cerulean Roll, our heroes completed Kurath's task, eradicating the zombies from the village. And as his task was put to rest, so was he. Our heroes buried him atop a gorgeous cliff, outlooking the rest of Shadowfell. And they continued on their way. As they made their way into a large field of flowering grasses, covered in debris of wagons filled with corpses, they were shocked to also see corpses walking, skeletons covered in fungal, uh, fungal masses making their way across the pathways. However, their shock was met with more shock as loud mechanical booms reverberated in the distance and they began to hide, cowering in the grasses of Shadowfell. But to their shock and also delight, they witnessed the dead end carnival come into view. As it dipped its head down below to meet the ground, our heroes climbed aboard, follow, first following Eldorus, then the rest of them. And as they interacted with Castell, he greeted them to the warm wonder of this carnival. Our heroes enjoyed the festive atmosphere, and they immediately took to Kimura Racing. And as an intense race played out, we saw as Adric took first, May took second, Nanette taking third, and Eldorus painstakingly making his way to dead last, to the delight of Callius, who had made a bet on Eldorus. And where we start off, Eldorus is walking up to you guys as you are gathered at the side of this racetrack, and he just goes, Tough race, tough race. Yeah, for you. That's sass. <laughs> That's sass, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, the second place got to my head, I will admit. I had victory taken away from me. Yeah, that was cruel. I can't huh? lie, it was a humbling experience. That was fun. I like doing this with you guys. <laughs> it was very fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. It it brought a side out of me that I didn't think I had. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, think that we've was ever heard that from you at all. Yeah, I don't think that's ever gonna come out again. It better not. You're getting too sassy, young man. <laughs> oh my god! Goodness. I'm, yeah, yeah. I won't. May like adjust his collar, looking away from Eldora's. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> 
At this point, Callius walks up to the track, his boots jingling as they clack against the walkway, and he just goes, Wow, thank you for losing, Eldoras. You made me a lot of money. What? What? Oh, yeah, I bet that Adric was going to win and that Eldoras was going to lose. What? Yeah. Uh, you, you made a bet. Yeah, there were people betting up in there, and I decided to bet against Eldoras, because... That man don't look like he can ride anything. <laughs> well, good to know where you stand. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Eldorus, have you even ever, like, ridden a horse before? No. <laughs> see, what? See, that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, I, I suppose wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be fair of you at least, like, share uh, what you got? Well. Hmm. I mean, you were making money <clears throat> off of, like, us. Uh, you, you're right, but so is everyone else. And, okay, uh... I only made like four hundred gold. Only four hundred. Why are you saying gold? that? Like it's a small amount. Well, uh, you know, it's not. You know, money goes quick in the West. <laughs> that quick? No. I still have like eighty gold from before we came here. To Shadowfell. Alright, alright. I'll give the kids their pocket change. And he starts pulling out his, like, okay. his, his, like, coin purse is, like, it is overflowing with gold coins. Oh my goodness. Alright, uh, I'll just give a, uh, he begins to count you guys and he's like, ooh, that's a steep number. How do I, mm, uh, <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I I don't really. It's fine. Okay, it, it, I'll. Uh, everyone besides Eldoris. Hey. What? <laughs> I want money. You. I'm the one who lost. But you didn't rig it for me. I suppose you're right. We can make money off of this. Now you're getting it. How come we don't do this? <sighs> yes. Listen to Adric! No! There are plenty of other ways to make money. I'm gonna say, uh, Callius is gonna divvy up the gold by giving you guys 50 gold each. My allowance. Your allowance. <laughs> Callius looks at his, like, slightly dented amount of gold and he just goes, Well, not as good as it was. <laughs> it, you know, you're it's, you're this is a group effort. It's fine. Well, oh. Yeah, it was a group effort with me, Ben. <laughs> mm -hmm. Listen, if I didn't call it perfectly, no one would be making money. And I think that's enough of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of tired of the gold talk. Is it because you're losing it? Yes. All right. 
At least you're honest. Oh, very. Honesty is my best policy. Yeah, I, I can tell. You you don't really hold your tongue. Mm -mm. Never. Not once. If I held my tongue, different person. Skinwalker. Skinwalker? You never heard of a skinwalker before? Um, no. Hmm? I can't say I have. Imagine, like, someone that looked normal, but then wasn't normal, and then, like, killed you. That's what a skinwalker is. Oh. So it's, like, them, but not them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. What? That reminds me of the time an image of my brother almost tried to kill me. What? What? In, what? in the forest on the... Oh, oh the yeah. forest. Of course it's oh. the forest. Right, on, oh. on, on the island where we found the ship, actually. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wandered into that once, and then it wasn't pretty. Well, I'm pretty for any of us, actually. Um, well, where do you guys want to go now? What were the places again? Um, you had the world go round and the Hall of Souls. You would know that the other attractions, a majority of them, were torn down in favor of making housing mm -hmm. for the people right. who are staying here. And even then, that's not enough. Um, what about the world go-round? Yeah, we could do that. I wonder what that was about. Um, no idea. Going around the world? I don't know. That'd be crazy. Well, I think that's a fair assumption. Well, let's I mean, head on it's over. It's an educated guess, you know. Um, Eldor starts leading the charge through the uh, fence, and he just continues downwards this path until you guys break into the main uh, area of the Dead End Carnival. You see those decorative circular bricks lining everywhere, and all of the abundant people just flooding through this area. And... You guys meander over to the world go round, and you see a fence constructed out of metallic wires wrapped together. You see it bars the entrance of the attraction. It's flooded with iridescent lights that twinkle with arcana and magical energy as it spirals around the perimeter. Between the gaps of the fence, you get a clear view of the teacups with textures of swirling and vibrant galaxies all across this pond, and swelling stars are held within them. The teacups swing downwards into the pond, one by one, carrying people deep below these astral waters. With a brilliant expulsion of light and magical energy, they emerge once again with a new coat of galactic energy, and you see these people cheer as they rise out of the galactic water. And you see a building is laid to the side of the fence 
overlooking the lines of people waiting to get into the attraction. You see wide ceramic tiles line the side of this building, and they are made out of purple and black swirling glaze. They lead upwards into an opened window with a hole cut out of it. And behind this window, you see there is nothing but endless darkness held within. And as people are walking up into this area, you see as a hand juts out of the darkness, and the sheer darkness begins to warble like water as the hand collects the gold that they hand and then takes it into the booth. It's kind of freaky. This is... Wow. Definitely crazy. Well, uh, better get into line. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say it's it's only about like an hour of waiting before you guys... It's like a really long line. There are a lot of people here, and a lot of people who are coming out of this attraction with smiles adorned on their faces like they have seen something that makes them happy Aww. and as you guys get up to the booth the hand outstretches towards you guys oh um uh, uh how much you see, without speaking, the, the hand just holds up, like, a, a five at you. Oh, uh, alright. As you drop the five gold into the palms of this silky white hand, it's adorned in jewelry, by the way, covered in gold and decadent Ooh. silvers. It takes your gold coins and allows... All of you guys to get onto the ride at the same time, and you guys get your separate teacups. Ooh, this is quite interesting. Well, what do we do? Um, sit and wait. As you. Mm -hmm sit in the teapot you see as these it's almost like information just enters your head like a flash you see that you are supposed to think of a place fondest to you oh and what do you guys think about as you climb aboard this ride um, oh, that's a hard question, actually. Where is your fondest place in the world right now? I mean, obviously probably with everyone else, but I guess home, probably. So, Danette thinks about Lavanella. Mm-hmm. And Adric... What place comes to mind that you have good memories with or at? I have no idea. I will say it extends past your comfort place 
and just places you want to see. How? So you can think of a general thing or place you want to see. Oh, can we only do this once? Um, I will say so. Okay. I really do not know. You can think of... Yeah, you can think of one while I do with Nanette. Wait, what? You can think of one while I handle what Nanette's doing. Okay. So, Nanette, as you begin to think fondly about your home, about Levenel, about the people there, about how you want to know how your mother's doing, and especially with the threat looming on the horizon at Levanella. You begin to spiral in this teacup as it lifts into the air, and then it floats before dipping gracefully into the astral waters. And as it dips into the water, you see, for a brief moment, as your head goes under, you see nothing but stars and decadent life. You see distant worlds. You see distant stars. You see astral fog of brilliant colors looking like beautiful gems floating in nothingness. And as your head fully submerges, instead of holding your breath, you immediately get hit with the freshest air your lungs have intaked in a while. The Mm. air that your lungs have fully adapted to. And you are floating above Lavanella as your teacup spirals slowly. How's it looking? You see your lighthouse is still on the rickety side, but you see that there are adjustments being made to your your lighthouse. You see as if it's being renovated. Huh. Then you see as some of the life, the wildlife and the Uh, flora has been cut away. You see as pathways are clear from above. Instead of having that immeasurable thicket of just flowing leaves of different colors across the entire archipelago you see that pathways are being formed. And from up here, this circular archipelago The pathways leading across towns, across everything, across marketplaces. The pathways are making the sigil of a sun with a a symbol in the middle of it. That's so cool. And... a lot has changed. In the short amount of time you've been away, yes. You even see 
a structure that you've never seen before is being built in the center of this archipelago. You see that there is a wooden structure slowly being built. Right now, from what you can see, it almost looks... Or give me give me an an insight check. All right, insight. There it is. Okay. <laughs> you can't quite garner what this would be. You just see that it is this brand new structure that a collective of silk satyrs are building. There's not just one tribe building this. It's more than one. Oh, I gotta um, ask about it when I get back. Is there anything else you would, like, keen in on? Like, anything you would particularly want to investigate from up here? Hmm. I guess is there... Well, I don't know how much I've really seen the other islands in the archipelago. Um, I'd say. Well, I guess get, if I can, if I can see them, then I might as well take a look at them. You, from up here, it looks very similar to your home, other than distinct color differences in the trees and the local life. You see, one of these looks more. There's a darker pastel blue leaves on the trees, and jagged grayish blue rocks that are exploding out of the forest, looking like sharp daggers piercing outwards. Then you see a more flat terrain. Even your island has a mountain, as we've discussed before. Mm -hmm. This is more of a, a neutral and flat plain. And it's covered in decadent, soft yellow leaves. Then you see one with the most abnormal set of wildlife. You see fungal structures that cascade upwards into the sky, looking like mushrooms growing out. And you see that there are even homes built in and around these mushrooms. That's so cool. And is there anything else you would like to observe? Or is that it? Hmm. I guess... What's it like where my home is specifically? If there is any difference. With your, your, your like, actual home specifically, I'll say give me an investigation check. Alright. From up here, you see that there is no discernible, like, clear difference. But you do see just, it, they're like ants to you right now. You are that high up in the sky. You just see two silhouettes just with pink hair continuing down a pathway out of your house. Hmm. And you see that they're followed by another silhouette with pink hair, but dressed in all black. I can only imagine who that might be. 
You could only guess. <laughs> hmm, I um, do wonder. And I'd say as soon as you get all of this information, the teacup begins to rise and push out of the water and your teacup is filled with like this galactic water that's just invigorating you and give yourself ask, inspiration. Can I ask what it feels like? Like, does it feel like water or does it feel like something else? It is a strange sensation. On the line where the galaxy is meeting like your chest or abdomen, it feels kind of like a warbling sensation. It's as if you have entered a vacuum in your lower body. Oh, that's it's like weird. That, yeah, and then now you're getting that breeze from Shadowfell. But below you, there's an absence of air. That is interesting. And the teacup spirals around, and you drop right next to the booth. And we'll go to Adric, if you have anything you want to seize particularly. I, now that I think about it, uh, maybe the place where we met, like, Regvalk and, uh, M. Kishi. Oh, Golis? Golis! Yeah, Golis. That's such a good idea. You dip down into these galactic waters. And it's that same sensation as if you were being enveloped in a vacuum. And it almost feels like a weighted blanket. And Ooh. as you are fully pushed down, you appear in the skies above Golis. You see all of the turtle shells completely gone. Besides the one that makes the mountainous area. Then, you see all of the structures that you, Nanette, and Eldorus helped build are standing strong and have even gotten some improvements to prolong their lifespan. You see that Ooh. they've installed more pillars, sturdier wood. You see that there are ships docked outside of Golis, like they are getting a steady influx of trade. You see that there's even a small marketplace on the golden dunes of Golis. Oh, that's so awesome. You also would notice that the abundant, abundant wildlife has taken over segments of it, creating a blanketed jungle, hugging the town and the shell. They did it. And... Is there anything else you would like to perhaps get a, a deeper uh, view at? Uh, maybe like the main part of town? So like the, the business segment? Mm -hmm. You see that the metal poles, the harpoons that were once plunged into the turtles' backs, are now being reconstructed by the smithy into creating weapons and armor for trade. But you Ooh. also see that metal is also going towards the town as they are constructing sturdy, like, fences from wildlife. You see that 
farms are beginning to develop on the outskirts of the island towards the other half of it. And you also would get a good look at the mayor's house. And you see as it's taken on more of that mayoral feeling as it's now this three-story building that is much less like he sleeps and eats here and more like this is some place they do business in and deal with actual government issues. It looks much better. It absolutely looks way more well-structured than the last time you were there. It looks like this town has a proper and thriving, like, economy. It looks so much better now. I love it. You even see, towards the back of the island, that there have- they have begun preparations to remove the last turtle shell on the island. The last dragon turtle shell. Ooh. And I'd say, if there's anything else you want to look at, specifically, now's your chance. Mm. Wait, so is the, is the last one, like, the cave? The last one is that giant cave area that you were in, yes. How's that looking? Other than the, the stuff in it. That's you can't quite see, like, inside of the cavernous area. But you can mm-hmm. see that they have barricaded, like, the perimeter of it because they are getting ready to get rid of that shell. So mm-hmm. you can presume that Regvalk is going to be back there to take that shell. Awesome. Miss Regvalk. We all do. Love that guy. <laughs> Especially Josie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I'd say at that point, you would rise above this astral water and return to Shadowfell as your eyes have to, both of you kind of have to like readjust because (laughs) the, the monochromatic nature of Shadowfell, you've only seen like the color red in the sky and the black and gray of nature. But when you dipped down below, you got a clear, like, shot of color and, like, oh my God. serotonin. I miss it. Yeah, you oh, get, like, here. yeah, you get, like, <laughs> that, those pastel blue skies, the crystalline waters that you can see through. It's, it was gorgeous, but now you're back in Shadowfell, so it's a little bit of that the culture sadness. shock. I miss it. We gotta get our boy back. Eventually, we will be back. Eventually. And I'd say after that, you guys um, all meet up around the back of the attraction. And Eldorus goes, well, that was fascinating. That was so amazing. Well, no, I'm pretty sure your uh, guess was pretty on point, actually. Well, uh, yeah, um, what did you all look at? I thought of Golas, actually. 
Oh, really? How is it? It's it's so much better. I mean, they have like they they fix the houses. They ha they've even like improved on them too. Now the mayor's house looks like an actually professional place, not like a gremlin cave house. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> and then the forest is full of life too, which is wonderful. That's really good to hear. I'm yeah, glad this is doing better. What about you guys? I want to go see the Gallium Sea, where I was uh, born. Ooh. And that place uh, is very similar to this place. <laughs> I, I don't... Oh. Uh, yeah, it's... It's it, scary. Very, very. It's... You know, the... Galactic Sea, the Eldritch Sea. It's one of great horror. But it's still my home. I remember you're pretty all... awesome coming out of it. What? I said you're pretty awesome despite coming out of it, so... Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that place definitely does make the worst people, which I was one of them at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did say I was going to withhold some of this information until we get Marco, but I used to be called the worst thing that came out of those seas. The, the worst? The worst. The worst? Oh. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah, I was definitely... Uh, a different person. Well, uh, hmm. what about you guys, May and Callius? Um, well, I went to go see my home as well. It's, uh, nostalgic. And I hate it. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's, um, it makes me realize how different you are from the people that I grew up around. Because you guys called my little spores and my hobbies cool. And they called it a travesty. <laughs> what does that mean? What is wrong with them? I mean, I'm well, maybe I shouldn't say that about the people you grew up around, but it's Yeah, but still... it's kind of rude. Yeah, it's, um, it's just different. Those, the people that I grew up around, even my own parents... They're nothing like me. Um, they don't do the whole spore thing. They don't grow petals on their heads. Uh, they... I don't know if I ever said this, but they're dream druids. They're a circle of dream druids. What's that? Oh. They're druids that specialize in walking the scapes of dreams and nightmares. Okay, that's kind of scary. Yes, yeah, and having uh, a son that can't do that was um definitely something that put a lot of pressure on me. Mm, that's kind of mean. It's not a big deal. I got out of there very quickly. Uh, mm. But from one hell to another, and then started my journey through <sighs> capitalism. Oh, goodness. 
Well, Honestly, um, Callius was giving here. me flashbacks to my boss. Oh. 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 Sorry about that. Uh, I, yeah, uh. <laughs> well. Sucks. <laughs> uh <laughs> yep, just like him. <laughs> well, what oh, about man. you, Callius? I went back to check on my mom, basically. Or I guess the island that she's on. I didn't talk to her for a very, very long time. And I was just checking mm. if the old bag was still kicking. Hmm. Well, what do you guys want to do now? Um... How how much time has passed since we've been here? Um I would say just another hour since you guys got really like in-depth looks. Um Oh, I mean like in the carnival as a whole. Oh, in the carnival, I'd say about I'd say about 3 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, not too long. It is turning nighttime though. Well, it has turned nighttime. Do we, um, want to get some rest, or? Uh, yeah, every, if you guys want to take a rest. It is nighttime. Know, since we got but... Yeah, 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 I suppose you're right. Well, um, I guess... Pick a corner, because I don't know if we're going to find, like, a comfy, comfy place. I... Huh. I... Don't... know. Maybe we should ask about that. Where we can take a rest around here. Um... Right. Where are you guys going to go to ask that? Probably ask Castell himself. You're going to ask Castell? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys walk along the pathways of the carnival. And again, you see, like, there are, there is a bunch of people just sleeping on the sides of this, like, walkway. Um, oh. Yeah, there there are tons of people who are just, like, like, resting and sleeping on the sides of the walkway. Just getting rest wherever they can. Um, do you see that there are tents where attractions would be? And they're very large tents. But you see that they are just mind-bogglingly full. I see. Because no matter how long you're here, you don't get hungry. And as long as you're smiling, you're helping out. Right. Huh. Yeah, I... I don't think we're going to be really able to find, like, a, a a personal spot to rest. Yeah, I suppose not. Well, then what do we do? Are there any, like, free spots, I guess? I'd say that you guys can find just areas where people aren't, especially since you are more adventurers than the rest. If you guys wanted to get, like, a secluded area, there are, like, 
woods and stuff on this chunk. Oh. Hmm. We can rest in the forest if you guys want to. I'm sure Castell won't mind. We probably should ask him about that either, like, too. Yeah, okay, we can ask. And you guys continue over to the booth where you last saw Castell. And you see him still sitting there. And you see that he's doing, like, magic tricks to himself. He's, like, playing with a deck of cards, shuffling them in a mesmerizing way as he sends two packs of cards into each other at different angles and they like like they almost fly like magic into each other as they spiral through the air and castell notices you guys and goes oh hello hi um i just wanted to ask would it be okay if we took a rest in the woods are you sure the the woods would accommodate you? It, well, it wouldn't be the first time we've taken a rest in a forest, so I'm sure I, we could figure something out. Well, if you are sure you can handle the woods, it's not like there are any creatures that would harm you here. Be my guest. All right, um, hmm. thank you. He gives you a small nod and then a bow, and he uh, waves you guys on your way to go to the forest. How awesome. Um, you see, as he does adjust his gloves, and these two magical hands just pop out next to you guys and follow you. I will assist you in preparing a campsite, okay? Oh, oh that's, that's very nice. nice of you. It is no problem. I do not know if you have bedrolls, so I cannot let you sleep out like that. Oh my god, I love this guy. <laughs> oh my and goodness gracious. These, like, they look like gloved cartoon hands that are just floating oh, behind you as you so guys silly. walk deeper into the woods. And, uh, I'm gonna say make me a nature check to see if you can find, like, a very nice spot. It's not gonna matter too much, because of course it won't. Um, if this is just, mm. like, if you guys can get a cozy spot. Um, who's making the check? Um, Jim, I'm could... pretty sure you have the best score. Yeah. I also am exhausted, so I'd have to do it with disadvantage. Yeah, all of us are exhausted, I'm pretty sure. May could do it. That, that May sees how... Oh, he's exhausted, too. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all of us are. Yeah. Um, uh, should I just do it with disadvantage, then? If you want to, yeah. Okay. Okay. First roll, amazing. Okay. Second roll, also really good. Whoa. Um, Nanette, you find a, an almost, it seems purposeful with a circular clearing. And I, I need not 
describe the foliage of Shadowfell because you know it. It's <laughs> uh-huh. the gray, the gray um, grasses and the deep, dark woods that have faces carved into them. But in this spot, you find a place where like five out of the ten faces are facing away. Um, so you guys set up your camp in a really comfy spot. UCS Castell like puffs uh, sleeping bags enough to accommodate all of you into this area. And he also like you see as these gloved hands kind of wiggle their fingers as they sprinkle some sort of arcana on the ground. And oh. a campfire starts. What? What? And you hear, keep warm. Make sure to put it out before you sleep. Thank you. That's so cool. No issue here. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. You see as the gloves both wave at you, and then as they disappear. That's so awesome. I love this creature. Um, and you guys can get nice and cozy in your sleeping bags. And um, is there anything you guys would like to do before you rest? Mm. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Adric, can we talk for a minute? Yeah. I have a feeling I know what you're gonna tell. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just go to like um not too far away, but like far enough into the trees, I guess. You see as like Eldora's Callius and May are all just like getting ready for rest. Uh, you see as, like, Callius just kind of zonks out immediately. Uh, oh my goodness. Um, you hear him go... <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear as May goes, I need earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> and he begins to make it's, himself, it's like, these... It's all over again. <laughs> it is, it is. You you see as May creates like these uh earmuffs made out of spores intertwined together and he puts them on his ears and he goes, Much better. Uh, good night. <laughs> and he like also passes out, he's exhausted, and you just see as Eldorus goes, Well, better fast asleep. Well, better get to business. I hate to leave, I hate to leave, no. I hate to leave, I hate to <laughs> No, <laughs> that's when we start walking away. <laughs> you guys, you guys walk away. You have that like awkward like, like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where you like yeah, clench like your teeth cringe. together. Like, yeah. Um, and uh, you guys walk into a secluded place, away from Eldorus. <laughs> I just imagine in the distance we just hear, I hate the leer, I hate the leer. Yeah, you hear echoing through the forest. (laughs) I hate the leer, I hate the leer, I hate the leer. Well, um, what are we gonna do? (laughs) Alright, so, 
we know that we can't do this here on this carnival because it will mess up with how this place exists and that would not be a good thing. So I'm thinking we could possibly ask um, Castell to, you know, lower the island. Low, yes, lower the island. Well, we talk to Aldoris. Yeah, I I think that sounds like a good idea. I don't know when we'll be getting any more downtime after this, so I right. think we really need to just get it out of the way. Oh. So, should we do some nerve-wracking in it? I, I know, I know. Eldoris isn't well. Probably won't react very well, knowing how he is. Right. You know but, the. Uh, well, he just did like a minute ago. Yeah, <laughs> Says yeah, enough. It's, it's it's not gonna be good, but mm -hmm. it's better to say it now than to wait. I mean. Like Callius said, we wouldn't want it to get to that point where he'd never right. want to speak to us again. <sighs> Guess we really are gonna have to tell him. Yeah. Goodness. Um, Do you should... think that we should bring main Callius with us? Because what if something happens and they aren't... There. Something like what? Like I don't I don't know what he would possibly do. Are you? Do you think he would try to harm us? No, no I don't. I don't think he would harm us, right? I'm asking you. I mean, I don't. I don't. No, I mean like Eldor's... maybe maybe he like runs off to like get some space for himself because that's what I do when I get in a conflict or something. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's what Eldorus would do. Right. I mean, if that happens, see, we can't really stop him. We just kind of have to let him be. Yeah. I mean, the worst case scenario is that he leaves the island, but I don't know. I don't like that. Either way, we won't really know until we tell him. We just have to try to be as light as possible about it. Right, and hope he understands us most of all. I'm sure he will, eventually. We're just gonna have a bit of an issue afterwards, I suppose. It, it might be a little awkward for a bit, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, Let's hope for the best outcome, though. Right. Should we do it? Tonight, or wait until tomorrow? 
tonight? I... that sounds fine to me. Are you sure? I... don't know. Is tonight really I mean, the best time to do this, or... But then again, morning isn't the best also, because you're still, like, half awake. I don't, I don't know, Lynette. This is so troublesome. To be quite honest, I don't think there will really be a perfect time to tell him. We just have to do it. Oh, goodness, fair enough. Um... Do you think... I'm not very sure myself. Um... Hmm. There's a lot of dilemma. You guys hear a rustling in the book at this point. Um... And... Hello? As you look over, you go, you see Castell. Oh. I sense something was wrong. Are you all right? Oh. Um. We're fine. Just. Personal issues. Preparing to have a kind of. A conversation, uh, a tough one. Uncomfortable conversation, yes. Mm. Oh, I understand. Um, I did hear that you want me to lower the island? Uh, yes, when we do want to start that. Yeah, I... I think it might be best... You just let me know when, and I will lower it with no problem. All right. Thank you, Gaston. Just remember, have faith in who you are telling, because if you are telling in general, that means you have trust in them. That's very true. He uh, gives you, like, a smile with the eye, and he does a deep bow before walking outwards. I will be at the booth, waiting. All right. Thanks again. No problem. And what do you guys do? Uh, so... What are we thinking? Well... I mean, there's not really a good time. But we're still exhausted right now. That is true. Well, do you think we should 
sleep and then tell Castell to lower the island? Or? Help us get our minds right if we get to Norse first. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys return to the campsite and begin to get ready for your rest. Eldorus uh, stops his chanting and he goes, Oh, where were you guys? Oh, we were just talking a little bit in the forest. Oh, all right. Well, if there's anything you want to talk about, anytime, okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good night to you two. Good night. Good night. And uh, you see as <laughs> um steps away from the campfire and just like sits down by a tree like a little further away from you as he continues his I hate Delia, I hate Delia, I hate Delia. <laughs> no, right, I gotta put the fire out first. <laughs> oh yeah, the fire. Oh, I'd say he does that before. You okay, guys. okay. Yeah. And <sighs> as you guys fall asleep Roll me a wisdom saving throw, the both Why of you. Why are you the way you are? Ah! I'm sorry, I'm just a little goofy goober. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Okay, that's not bad either. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. As you both fall into a deep, deep slumber, Adric, you find yourself in a dreamscape. You know it's a dream, and you can feel like it's a dream. Everything mm -hmm. is blurry, yet perfectly visible at the same time. And you see as there are these white waves lapping at your feet mm. as you stand there. And okay. in this blissful atmosphere, you see as a figure stands out amongst the, like, sheer purity of this, like, vast whiteness. You see hmm? Mako. Mako. And he walks towards you. His feet uh, stopping the waves beneath them. And he goes, Hey, Adric. What? Hello, what? Marco. Hey, I know this sounds weird. Um, I've been, uh, with all this time to think and feel things, I just mm -hmm. wanted to... Say, I feel something inside you. What? It, it's my body that you're in. Right. But I... It's hard to describe. I can... It's like I can feel you at mm -hmm. the same time as feeling everything else. Like, 
I'm in a lot of pain right now. Oh. So much pain yeah. right now. Uh, okay. I swear we're gonna get you. Oh. Don't even... You don't have to say that. I know you will. I've never lost mm. faith. You're the most reliable person I have ever known. And you and Eldorus and Nanette, I believe in you. That's very nice of you, <laughs> Mako. Well, I wouldn't be mean to you, now would I, brother? Uh, not really. That's my job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm still reeling over the frying pan thing. <laughs> you are. You're a little nerd. So are you. And he lifts the cape away from your shoulder. Ha, ha, ha. It's cool. It's cool, though. Yeah, cool. Sure. What I'm are you... kidding. It is really what is cool. That? Uh, okay, yeah. I know you would have said that, too. Oh, absolutely. Well, I just wanted to say good luck. And the thing that Kyberian wants, it's not with me. It's with you. <sighs> Goodness, I know. And this crest, I haven't had enough time to fully understand it, but with nothing else to do, I've just been thinking on it. Mm -hmm. I think that's some sort of key to power. And if you can tap into it, it could grant you some very good benefits. Enough to make sure I'm safe. Really? And enough to make sure you're safe. Is it really okay to do that? I mean, this could... This is something he wants, especially. I mean, yeah, but science dictates that you kind of have to do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could look into it. I implore you to. Are you sure? I mean, you're the, you're the smartest one out of us two. Um, well, it could be risky. Why? Mm -hmm. I think the benefits out definitely outweigh the bad. And just don't let it change you. But you're so strong, I don't think it could it. ever. Hmm. I'll think about it. Definitely do that. All right. I love you, bro. Love you too. He gives you a hug, and this is the very first time in a very long time. You have felt your brother's embrace since childhood. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> you see as Mako, so uh, he goes, All right, don't hurt my body too bad. I'll be seeing you later. 
Oh, right. And as Mako gives you a heartfelt and, like, his smile looks like exactly what he said. He has never, ever lost faith in you, no matter what your dreams say. And with that, you wake up feeling refreshed and also teary-eyed. Oh, glad I got to see that little nerd again. And, and uh, Nanette... Just a figment. You wake up to hear Adric say that. Uh, uh, what? Uh, oh, good morning, Nanette. Good morning? Did you say something? Oh, I saw... Marco in my dreams this time. Thankfully, it was not a nightmare for the... what could have been the third time in a row. Oh, that's... really nice. He... he believes in us, Lynette. That's... that's good. I'm glad. Oh, Is he okay? Up. And he just goes, Marco! <laughs> yes, Mako. What? Yeah. <laughs> he was he was in my dreams. He was he was being a little nerd. <laughs> As usual. I'm I was just very happy to hear that he believes in us. He has faith in us. That that feels really good to you. It does. It really does. Eldoris uh, pulls both of you in for a hug. And we'll live up to that. Right. Yeah. We'll get him back. Together. As a family. <laughs> yeah. But there, we need to have a conversation. First we need to ask our uh, uh, Castel. Uh, Castel, right. I'm not very good with keeping names. To lower the island for a bit while we talk. Oh, all right. Are, are you sure, like, he needs to do that? Uh, I, I think it's better for the conversation. Oh, all right. Uh, is... Is this just like a us thing, or do you want May and Callius to come? No, it's a it's an us thing. Okay, uh, we should tell. Oh yeah, of course. Are they still? Are they still sleeping? <laughs> are Callius, they still sleeping? Callius has ripped himself out of the bag, and he's like splayed oh, out. Like he he is like wildly splayed out across the grass. Oh my. Like he is having Goodness. the best sleep of his life. And he's just going. Cartoons looks like he's having very good sleep. It, maybe we should just tell me. Yeah, probably so. Uh, Eldorus walks over to May and just pops the earplugs off. Hey, good morning, May. 
And May just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought I was seeing a... I... No, that's exactly what I was seeing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is, Hello. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Eldorus and everyone. Um, yeah. What's up? Uh, do you think you could, like, let Callius know when he wakes up and yourself that uh, we kind of, uh, us three specifically, need to have a conversation? Oh, all right. I, I'll tell him. All right. All right, I'll we'll be back. Okay, uh, safe trip. And as you guys walk away towards the front of the carnival, um, you guys get to, um, you guys get to Castell's little booth. Hello, Castell. Oh, I suppose it's time for you to lower the island. Yes. Hmm. Very well. And you see as he holds out his hands like a conductor would, and you see those gloves kind of slide onto his fingers, and he begins to do the movement of the island going down onto the floor as if it was a beast. And he takes off the gloves and he goes, just tell me when you're done. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Castell. Thank you, Castell. And you guys walk downwards onto the, uh, normal ground of Shadowfell. You are in the middle of this grassy field that you were were in once before. You're definitely in a different part of it, though. Mm-hmm. Alright. What do you guys need to talk about? It's quite the show for something. You guys put on quite a show for something to talk. Uh, what's this all about? Well, um, it's, we really need to talk to you about this because it's, it's been in our heads for quite a long time and it doesn't feel right just not telling you. Um, we're just scared, I suppose. Even if we have a lot of faith in you. Oh, uh... Um, I'm sorry, that must sound a bit rude, right? Uh, well, no, 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 no. I, I get it. I have a reputation and all that. I've told you. Um, but you know there's nothing you guys could, like, should keep from me, or there's nothing that you guys have to hide. I... I love you guys. I suppose that's just our own mindset of being scared of confrontations, I suppose. It's I... a sensitive thing. Very. 
we're we're like family. We've said that before. It's it's yes. gonna be not a big deal. Yeah. Um, should we get to the point where I guess there's really no way to dance around it, and we probably shouldn't. The thing is, it's almost, well, to you, I suppose, and to us, because we really don't know him well other than Nanette. <coughs> But well, I. We had quite a moment back there before we got here. The shadow fell. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot going on on that island. Definitely. It has to do with Jewel. With. Jewel? Yes. <laughs> It took us an extremely long amount of time. We didn't know who to trust. We we tried to think, but would leaving her in a stranger's hands even have been safe or, you know, things like that? Yeah, definitely we didn't leave her in a stranger's hands. We left her with someone you guys trusted, right? Nanette said it herself. Nanette knew, at least. Yeah, that's... That means it was someone you trusted, right? <clears throat> well, right. But... It's... The issue... I don't really want to call it an issue, but it's it's about you, Aldoris. Um, the the person we left her with. Um, it was. It was, um, she's on Delirship, and I, I know it's a very touchy thing, but we believed he might be the safest option to leave her with, not to mention she gets to be with her mother again, so I just, I hope you'll understand where we're coming from here. As you all are standing here in this windswept field, you see the black grasses are waving wildly. They are moving north. You see a bleak red sky silhouetting Eldoris. You see the sun is right behind his head. You see as his face, even silhouetted in darkness, begins to contort. Immediately, 
you're faced with a the face that he has never shown towards you towards anyone besides his enemies you see his nose scrunches like a lion's you see his teeth begin to grit you see as his eyes open wide and they go from a glowing pink to a red before they soften and he opens his mouth as his lower jaw tremble tears begin to drip out of his eyes as his whole body begins to get covered in tremors then he turns his head he jerks it to the side he scrunches up again his whole body tightens as a fist begins to curl his eyes gleam red again as lightning trails off of his body then again it softens into a teary gaze as he looks into your eyes and as he looks into your eyes he knows deep down you're telling him the truth as much as he wants it to be a lie he shakily looks away from you his whole body tensed up. You see as veins begin to sprout out of his arms. And you see as blonde hair untangles from that braid. You see as lightning begins to whip around wildly. As he looks at you one more time to really understand the situation I'm I'm truly sorry Eldoris I his jaw trembles as you say you're sorry because that only reaffirms that this is the truth. I'll never see her again. Well, that's not true. I mean... I'll never see her again. And I know that deep down. Do you know what happens to a revenant? after they even get their target. Do you know why I harbor so much hate for that man? He clenches his own pants. Like a child reeling in anger, he looks down at his own body, trembling. I'm gonna die after I kill him. I'm destined to die after I get my hands on him. And he is not gonna let me get what I want, even if it's something pure 
You know that? I'll never see her. I'll never see her again. And I know that. Deep down in my heart. My heart of hearts, I know that. And you see as Aldoris, his hair begins to wrap itself into tendrils as it splays out into a form you've almost seen once. Black tendrils that fade into a deep blood red. His body gets larger, his frame gets bigger, and you see as he breathes, all of nature halts to his whims as the wind stops blowing. This is who I am. I'm not Eldora's Seawalk Dragon. I'm not. I tried to be a man that could trust without having to look back. But even people I trust had to turn their backs to me as they talked. And Eldorus has never looked this scary before. You see as this red, blood-red arcana begins to pool around the grasses. Instead of bowing to the wind, his magic begins to make the grass fall. And as that magic seeps towards the both of you, it feels like the weight of a thousand plants is placed on you. I love, I love, I loved you, you both. I love Jewel, I loved Kishi. Now I lost two people that made me love. I lost two people that made me love. Two people that I cared about. And you see tears just flood down his eyes. And Eldorus looks at you. I'm sorry. And with a gust of arcana, this blood red tornado, Eldorus disappears. Eldorus? Leaving you both standing in a field. Where'd he go? Well, I think that will be where we end today's session.